Amen. As we greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We are happy to see all of you this evening. Brother Mpanyana will just catch up with us later. It's just held up at work. Amen. Uh, we are very much happy to be in church this evening. Amen. And we are looking forward to our convention. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you prepared for the convention? Amen. Amen. So we've got believers that will be coming from the UK that will be joining us for the convention. Amen. Amen. So we are looking forward to have a great time. And believers from Brother Brian Naidu will join us as well. And probably from Brother George Martin as well. So we are going to have a good time. Amen. So ministers that we have invited are quite solid, able, and committed to the message of Malachi 4. Amen. These days, if a minister has got noise around him, we don't invite him. Amen. We want people that are committed to the to the commission. Are we together? Amen. Amen. I, I, I refuse to associate anyone, with anyone that would want to outshine the prophet of the hour. Amen. But I am proud to associate with anybody that would say we are taken from the prophet to the people. Amen. Message preachers do not have a seminary. They have a prophet. Denominational ministers take from a seminary to the people. Message uh, ministers, they take from uh, the prophet to the people. Are we together? Uh, do you believe that, folks? Or is it only me believing that? Amen. God bless you richly. Now, let's turn to the book of John, chapter 1. John chapter 1, uh, we had baptismal service on Sunday, amen, our sister is baptized, amen, a round of applause for her, amen, uh, she has got such a, a profound testimony, uh, I think God willing, I would want to give you five minutes on Sunday to speak to the children of God. Where are you from? How you came to meet the message? Are we together? Amen. Um, there's, there's something God has done very, very special. Amen. Um, uh, in the sister's life. So we, we want to celebrate with you. Amen. Um, some of us, we were where you used to be. Uh, but it's just uh, the way God has delivered you. It's amazing. Amen. There's a, an old woman that was here for a couple of Sundays. I think she's gone to um, Nelspreit. She's struggling to, to hear. That she came into my office and said, ever since I came to this church, every time the weight is being preached, my hearing is coming back. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Ever since I came to hear the word, my hearing, it says I can hear it so, 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 so softly. But now I can hear. But prior to that, I did not hear anything. She was actually telling me that I'm worried because I need to go to Nelspreet. I need such a church in Nelspreet. Amen. God will move in a simple manner. Amen. Now, but this testimony of the sister, it's, a, it's amazing. You'll hear it. I'll just prepare her. Amen. John chapter 1. John chapter 1, verse 29. You'll bear with me. I disembarked the plane quite on Sunday. Uh, I was rushing somewhere. Amen. John chapter 1, verse 29. It reads in this manner, if it is found. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him, saith, Behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Hallelujah. This man was preferred. And I knew him not. I knew him not. Just even before I get to preach, that statement uh, somebody that is without revelation can take the very same statement and say, John is lying. How, how, does, he know, how does he say he does not know his cousin? Jesus and John were cousins. And he says, I knew him not. How did you not know your cousin? Hallelujah. Do you see that a, a Bible cannot read it like a newspaper? The spoken word, you cannot read it like a newspaper. You need revelation. John knew the body but did not know the one that was in the body. John grew up with the body but did not grow up with the one that was in the body. Because Jesus was a dual being. And I knew him not but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bare record saying, I saw the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. The spirit. Brother Bruno say the spirit is not like in Africa where they say moya or a wind. A spirit is a being. I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. And I knew him not. But he that sent me to baptize with water the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Again the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Amen. As we bow our heads, gracious Heavenly Father, we have just read a scripture here. We just invite your divine presence. May you come and move in a special manner. You are such a good God indeed. 
And Lord, we want to commit ourselves to you this evening. May you speak to us. May you mold us. May you lead us. May you guide us, Heavenly Father. When we are in your hands, we are safe. And Lord, if there are people that are sick and afflicted, may the Holy Spirit move this evening and touch them, dear God. We have seen what you have been doing a couple of Sundays in a very gentle manner, in a very manner that cannot be detected, but you moved swiftly among your people. And we want to appreciate the operation of the Holy Spirit as we commit ourselves to you for your glory. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. Uh, This evening, I just want us to speak on a divine introduction. Amen. A divine introduction. That's what I I just want us to take a couple of minutes uh, sharing around that thought. Amen. A divine introduction. That is why we've read from the scripture that we have read from uh, when Jesus met with John. And John said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And two of John's disciples began to follow Jesus. Amen. Brother Brahman says every genuine minister or messenger will always lead the people to Christ. Hallelujah. As John said to behold, in the end time, there came a man that as well said, behold, the Lamb of God. So I want to speak about the divine introduction. Hallelujah. Now, just before I get there, I just read here where John says, I knew him not but uh, that he should be made manifest to, to Israel. Therefore, I am come baptizing with the water. And John bear record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. Amen. Are we together? Amen. Now, we, we have come, Brother Brenham has often taught us many a times that uh, we do not worship the body. We do not worship the body. The body was just a dwelling place of the one that we worship. Are we together? And he spoke about how he came into the body and how he left the body. And when he came into the body, John saw him coming into the body. And as soon as he came into the body, John says, Behold the Lamb of God. And when John says, I knew him not, as I indicated, he, he, he was not lying. You remember Mary was pregnant, Elizabeth was pregnant, and John and Jesus were cousins. So that means as soon as Jesus was born, six months apart, or John, as soon as John was born, six months later, Jesus was born. And I would imagine that if they were cousins, Mary and Elizabeth, they must have visited one another. Isn't it so? There must have been, when John started speaking, uh, Jesus must have looked at John speaking, and he must have learned how to speak in his interaction with John. Are we together? 
now the boys grew up. Hallelujah. And as they grew up later on, they met at River Jordan. And their meeting, their, their first meeting was supernatural because Mary went to Elizabeth while John was in Elizabeth's womb. He had not kicked, he was stillborn. But as soon as Mary announced to Elizabeth that I'm going to receive a son and his name shall be called Jesus. Hallelujah. His name shall be called Jesus. This is a life-giving name. His name shall be called Jesus. A dirty baby limped for joy. Leaped for joy. Hallelujah. Are you happy by the name of Jesus Christ, folks? The name of Jesus Christ has got power. Amen. So John, in the womb of Elizabeth, as a stillborn, he leaped for joy when he heard the name of Jesus. That was their first supernatural encounter. The second supernatural encounter, it was at River Jordan. And when they were at River Jordan, uh, John was not worried about who was the Messiah in their midst. John, he had to focus on, on, the, on the sign because God gave him a sign and say, He who you see the Spirit descending upon, that very one is the Messiah. So while they were there gathering at River Jordan, heaven opened and the, the, the Spirit in the form of a dove descended and came upon Jesus. You, you can imagine it must have given, it must almost given John a heart attack. Because you say, Messiah is coming, Messiah is coming, Messiah is coming. But when the sign comes, it comes on your cousin. Hallelujah. You, you, you can imagine, if you are not spiritual, I don't think you would have remained following the ministry of John. You would have dismissed it as some scheme of sort or a, 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 a family business. But you must remember, if John says, I knew him not... He is not referring to the body that you are looking here, but he is referring that I did not know that the Messiah is this body until he came into the body. Hallelujah. And then John, he had to do an introduction and said, Behold the Lamb of God. That statement, it is much easier to believe in the end time because you are not there. But if you were there, I mean, a couple, somebody could have pulled you aside and say, uh, listen, he said, behold, the Lamb of God. But do you know that they are cousins? Hallelujah. Do you know that their mothers are relatives? Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. God allows certain things to stumble a wrong seat. The right seat will never be stumbled. Because the right seat comes by revelation. Hallelujah. If, if, if you want to come to a point where you want the word of God to make sense for you, uh, the word of God is not a lecture. The word of God is for the people that receive it by revelation. Uh, are, you, are we together? Now, from that time, only two of John's disciples had that divine introduction and said, ah, from now on, we follow Jesus. The rest, they still rallied around John. But I want, to, I want to move and come during our time because during our time, it was totally, it was a different story. You see, during the time of John, John, God had prepared himself a body. God had prepared himself a tabernacle 
Maybe if we can read in Malachi 3, verse 1. Malachi 3, verse 1. He found it written this manner. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord to whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple. Hallelujah. So, there is two elements there. The Lord that you seek shall suddenly come to the temple. So, John knew the temple, but did not know that he that sent him upon which the temple, into which temple he was going to come into. Are we together? Your body, your body is a temple. And there were many bodies during that time. But there was only one body that was to be anointed to be the Messiah. Are we together? He said, Behold, I send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Are we together? So, during the first time, uh, 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 the first, in his first coming, there was a temple that was ready. And God came down into the temple. And as soon as he came into the temple, John saw his coming into the temple. And he said, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So the only time that Job could announce that temple to be the Messiah, it was for him to see God coming into the temple. Are we together? For Abraham to know that it was Elohim that was coming to his house. Abraham, he had to know that the God came into the body. Are we together? For us to know who he is in the end time, we are not just checking for the body, but we've got to see him and see where he's going. Are you here, folks? I hope we are together here. And, and, and let's put it this way. Maybe, uh, 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 Brother Grace, you can come here. Amen. If I say to Brother Grace, uh, if I have got to introduce Brother Grace, hallelujah, or if you've got to introduce me to the people, what would you say? It's a point out and introduce Pastor Madiba. You'll have to point out and say, there he is, so that people can know. Hallelujah. Did you hear? If he, he's got to introduce me, he's got to point at me and say, this is Pastor Madiba. Are we together? And, and, and if you were to introduce yourself to the people, what would you do? I would say, this is, okay, I'm Grace. Yes. Okay, this is Grace. Are we together? When he introduces me, he points at me and say, this is Pastor Madiba. Behold, this is Pastor Madiba. When he introduces himself, he says, Behold, I am grace. But what happens when God comes into you and says, Introduce me to the people? Are you here, folks? Do you get where I'm going? 
Hallelujah. With John, he pointed at the Messiah and said, this is the Messiah. Are we together? It was easier for him to say, this is the Messiah. And they asked him and say, who are you? He said, me, I'm the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. But furthermore, he had, he introduced the Messiah during that time. But the Messiah had a temple at which John can point at. Stay with me. In our time, in our time, God did not have another temple. Are you here, folks? During that time, he had a temple called John, uh, called Jesus. In our time, he did not have the temple. He said, you, William Brenham, you've got to go and introduce me to the people. But you will not point at another person because I don't have another body. I'm going to take your body and you will go before the people to introduce me. Are you here, folks? I hope we are together here. So which, which introduction was more difficult? Was it John's inter- introduction or was it Brother Branham's inter- introduction? John's uh, in- introduction was not difficult because that body was a virgin birth product. That body never sinned. But in our time, the body that God picked up, it was a body that came through Ella and Charles Brennan. But God said, I have prepared you and I will step into you. You've got to go and introduce me to the people. And imagine if God is in you and he say, introduce me to the people. What are you going to say? It was easy to say, behold, this is Pastor Madiba. You say, behold, this grace. But now God is in you and he say, introduce me to the people. You, you can see it's becoming difficult for him. If, if he comes and he says to the people, uh, you see, behold God, it is going to split the church. Uh, as soon as he says that, certain people are going to say, who do you think you are? We know you are grace. We know what you get up to. We were together, we are eating together with you. Do you see how difficult it is? That is why Brother Brenham realized that because God is in me and he wants me to introduce him to the people, there's two things that may happen. Others can worship him and they are wrong. Hallelujah. Others will reject him. They are wrong. Are we together? Those that worship Brother Brenham are wrong. Those that reject him are wrong. But those that recognize the one that was in Brother Brenham are the right people. Are, are, are you here, folks? Do, now, do you, do you see how difficult it was to be William Brenham in the end time? Now, he comes, even before I go to my notes, he, he uses the statement he says in the message the unveiling of God. He says, the weight was in Moses. And as long as the weight was in Moses, Moses was God to the people. But when the weight left Moses, Moses was Moses again. I, I, I hope you follow here. As long as the weight was in Moses, Moses was God to the people. But as soon as the weight left Moses, Moses was Moses again. As, soon as, as long as the weight was in Jesus, Jesus became God to the people. But as soon as the weight was taken out, Jesus became Jesus again. As long as the weight is in Brother Brenham, 
Brother Brennan became God. And as soon as the weight left Brother Brennan, Brother Brennan became Brother Brennan again. As soon as the weight is in the bride, the bride becomes God. And but as soon as the weight leaves the bride, the bride is the bride again. God bless you. Are we together? Folks, I, do you study these things? How many are reading the message? Hallelujah. Do you study these things? Amen. It's about time we get off our social media and dig these things. Hallelujah. Because when we dig these things today, we, we become revelated. We become happy about these things. Hallelujah. Are we together? Now, just bring my sketch, my brother, here. Amen. The order of his coming, I don't know whether the pointer. Amen. Lost and found. Amen. Amen. Okay. Well, I'm waiting. These are the seven church ages. When John introduced him, he introduced him here. Are we together? Amen. It was his, his first coming was not meant to be a secret. Every human being had to know that the Messiah is born. Are we together? Every human being had to know that uh, the body is born. The first coming was not supposed to be a secret, but yet it became a total secret because Herod did not know about it. You remember when the three magis followed the star and it went to the palace of Herod and he was amazed. He called the scribes, they read. Everybody did not know what was happening. What was not meant to be a secret, it ended up being a secret. If this was not meant to be a secret, but it became a secret, how much more about here, because the Bible says it's going to be a total secret. Hallelujah. So let's put it this way. If you know, already I've pointed to you what are the dispensation of sonship. He came as a son of man. He emmoffed himself and came throughout the seven church ages as the son of God. And just before the, 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 the church is taken up, there is a space where he comes again as a son of man. And after that, as a son of man, we will come back. When, when we say every, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, it does not refer to the second coming. Because every knee, it means whether you are an unbe- unbeliever, everybody will, be, will see him. It speaks about when he comes in his third coming. Are we together? So his coming is in a threefold manner. He came as a redeemer. He comes to claim his church. And he will be coming back with his church as the, bra- as the king and the queen for, to, for the millennium to reign. There is many things that I've t- omitted there, uh, the, like the battle of Armageddon, because what sets the millennium, the God has got to cleanse the entire earth 
uh, by fire, which is the Battle of Armageddon. It's another subject for another day. Are we together? So, I'm, I, I am here in his coming, second coming. And maybe you don't need to remove my sketch. Uh, if we can just turn to this scripture. Amen. I think it's in Peter. I'll just give you the scripture now. Yeah. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 10. Or if you are able to bring it up on the presentation, it's fine. Second Peter, there it is. It says, but the day of the Lord cometh as a thief in the night. In, in there which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with ferment heat, and the earth and also, but I'm on this first phrase. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. When the thief comes at the night, the thief does not announce that on such and such night, don't sleep early because I'm coming. Hallelujah. The, sleep, the thief comes as a surprise. Hallelujah. And actually, a lot of times, a thief, some of the people know that the thief was around after the thief is gone. Are we together? I think Tebele knows uh, there was a special thief there in Pretoria at a flat that we used to stay at uh, Las Vegas. This thief, this thief, okay, what's, what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. <laughs> but this thief, he, he, he went into the flat and, 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 and his brother was asleep. Now, they see the thief. They thought that uh, actually the thief must have come with their brother last night. Hallelujah. And the thief was just relaxed, greeting them and saying, how are you? (laughs) And thereafter, the thief went into the bedroom where his brother was. The brother had come along with the colleague. And the colleague was awake. The brother was asleep. The thief greeted the brother and said, how are you? And opened uh, the wallet. So the colleague thought uh, it's one of the members of the family. Maybe he has come to fetch money for, for, for bread. And they, when the thief came out, the sister met the thief in the passage and said to the thief, Oh, are you going to have a shower? The thief said, Yes. <laughs> then they turned the shower for the thief. He got into the bathroom. But they had the shower just running. And when they went to knock, they realized that there is no response. They opened. The window was open. The thief was gone. So, the thief does not announce to you that I'm coming. The thief can be in your midst. Hallelujah. It's only after he has taken what he has, he, he, he has identified, you only realize that the thief was in our midst. So, his coming will be like a thief. What is his coming to steal? He's coming to steal the bright away. Hallelujah. But he will be in our midst. Some of the people will not even know that he's around until it is gone. Are you here, folks? Even some of the message believers will not know that the rapture has taken place. Because only the Holy Ghost filled bride goes into the rapture. And without the Holy Ghost, you will not know that the rapture is about to take place. 
Are we together? You can remove that, my brother. Are we together? Just leave my sketch as it is. Now, let me get back to my notes here. Brother Brenham says in this message, the unveiling of God. You remember, there's one thing that we've got to uh, uh, agree on. God does not change. Are we together? God does. He says, I change not. Now, Brother Brom says in the message, the unveiling of God. Paragraph 228. He says, as it was done in the every age, the deity veiled in human flesh. Notice he did. The prophets were deity veiled. They were the word of God. Is that right? Veiled in human flesh. So they didn't notice our Moses neither. See Jesus. Are we together? Notice veiled behind the old badger skins in the Old Testament was the weight. And was the weight manifested on tables of stone. So what does Brother Brennan mean? He means that during the time, the first exodus, when Moses was sent, the deity was veiled in Moses. Are we together? Are you here, folks? The deity was veiled in Moses. So that means they can, you could have never worshipped God any other way except the way that was prescribed by Moses. Are we together? It means that if God sends a prophet, you can never bypass the prophet and please God. Hallelujah. The, the word does not come to the church. The word cometh to the prophet. And when the word is in the prophet, and the prophet speaks the word, it's no longer the prophet speaking, it is God speaking through the prophet. So that means when you reject the prophet, you reject God. That means when you accept the prophet, you accept God. Are we together? But here is a danger. The prophet, when he comes, he cometh with human limitations. Moses, they knew, some of them knew that he had committed felony. But the Moses that left Egypt and was running away is not the same Moses that came back. Something had happened to Moses. It was no longer just Moses speaking, but it was God in Moses speaking. Now, the deity was now in Moses. If you rejected Moses, you rejected God. If you accepted Moses, you accepted God. Moses, thou says the Lord, could never fail. And the church had to rally around that. Are we together? But Moses was a vase. Then came Joshua. Joshua was a vase. He veiled the deity. It was not Joshua that stopped the sun. It was the deity in Joshua that stopped the sun. And later, the deity changed the skin. It was now the time for Isaiah. Behold, a vision shall conceive. It was not Isaiah speaking, but it was the deity in Isaiah speaking. Later, the deity took the skin of John. And it became like the voice crying out in the wilderness. It was not John speaking, but it was the deity in John speaking. Later, the deity took the skin of Jesus. And within Jesus, it was now the deity. Are we together, folks? And after Jesus was taken, then God had other veils. 
Paul was a faith. Irenaeus was a faith. And in the end time, the prophet messenger was a faith. Others were reformers, but this one, he had the fullness of the weight. Whatever he stood, it was an absolute. And uh, don't ever follow the de- this nonsensical debate where they say between the message and uh, the, between the message and the Bible, which one is the absolute? The, for me, that is a foolish debate because if you ask me like that, you are simply asking me uh, between the Bible and the Book of Ephesians, which one is the absolute? Uh, hallelujah. Ephesians is part of the Bible, isn't it so? The message is part of the Bible. There's no difference between the Bible and the message. The message and the Bible is exactly the same thing. When you reject the message, you reject the Bible. When you accept the message, you accept the Bible. And I'm saying something to you. Anyone that rejects the message of the hour, it's a matter of time before they reject the Bible. Oh, yes. Anyone that you meet that has rejected the message and said and says stories, ask them a simple question. Where do you serve now? Where do you serve? What is your new faith that you have found? They've got no faith. You can never be in the message and return in a denomination. You are going to give them a problem. Even though you were not a seed, you are going to give them a problem. Because there are, you, are, you are sensitive to a lot of things. The message makes you to be spiritually sensitive. One week back, you will be irritated. And they might even check you out. Are, are we together? Amen. Now, listen to what Brother Branham says here. In the message, the unveiling of God. He says, my subject this morning is to reveal or unveil that God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Where have you ever heard such a statement, folks? There's never been a theologian that ever uttered such a statement. My subject this morning is to reveal or unveil that God. And where was that God veiled? If you say you are going to unveil something, if you say you are going to uncover something, there's got to be a covering. But you are inviting the people not to the covering, but you say behind the cover, there is somebody that I need to unveil before the people. Are you here, folks? And that is why we are not following the covering. But we follow what the covering had covered. Are we together? That's why he said, my subject this morning is to reveal and unveil that God. But when you look on the stage, God was not on the stage. When you look on the stage, a man was on the stage. The Greeks, when they wanted to see God, they came to look and they found a man, Jesus. And it stumbled them that because we have heard that the Messiah is here, we want to see the Messiah, but we find a man. But Peter looked at the very same man and said, Behold, he said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. The Pharisees looked at the same Jesus and said, Belizebub. 
Folks, we can look at the same thing and come to different conclusions. Because we are looking at the same thing, but not from the same position. When you looked at Jesus, some saw the product of adultery. But the bride, those who were predestinated like Peter, they said, thou art Christ. Do you know what it means to say, thou art Christ? The Pharisees and the Sadducees did not have a problem when you call him Jesus of Nazareth. But when you called him the Christ, it means you acknowledge that within him there is a deity. When you called him Christ, it means we had to come and bow before him and worship him. And when God came in the first temple, you could worship the temple. But when he came for the second time in the temple, if you worship the temple, it's blasphemy. You can't bow before Brother Brenham and call him the Messiah. It's blasphemy. But you can recognize the one that was in him. Hallelujah. Are we together? He says, the weight had to come from Moses first. Moses had the weight. They were, they were written by God. Uh, you know, you've got to love this prophet. The weight, he could have said it was written by God. But he doesn't say it was written by God. He said Moses had the weight. They were written by God. Why is he moving from singular to plural? Moses had the weight. They were written by God. Nobody could interpret them. Moses had to interpret them first. I don't know whether you... Class, are you here? Moses had the weight. They were written by God. If you are spiritual, you can see he's bringing the seals into the picture. Moses had the weight. They were written by God. Nobody could interpret them. Hallelujah. Moses had to interpret them first. That's the reason he veiled his face. He said, here it is. We could pick it up, pack it up, and everything else, but it's got to be revealed. You can have it picked up on the voice. You could have it packed up in the book and everything else, but it's got to be revealed. You can have the tapes, you can have the books, but it's got to be revealed. Tapes and books are not enough without revelation. You will backslide while you have the entire message. Hallelujah. They were written by God. Nobody, he said, we could pick it up, pack it up, everything else there, but it's got to be revealed. In order to reveal, Moses had to become God to the people. Hallelujah. No one was worthy to break the seals and to lose the seals thereof. But we could pick it up and pack it up and everything else. But it's got to be revealed. In order to be revealed, the prophet messenger in the end time had to become God to the people. Oh, maybe you are being stumbled by that. The prophet is not here. The bride is here. And we've got to reveal these things. 
We could pick it up and pack it up, but it's got to be revealed. In order for it to be revealed, the bride has got to become God to the people. Hallelujah. I hope you understand the pinnacle of the ministry. Brother Brenham in the very message, he says, God, he says there is nothing wrong from Genesis to Revelation. It's the same God that filled up the universe. He wanted to come in a position where he can be handled, where he can be touched. And he said, is Elohim materializing himself? And I want to say in 2017, Elohim has materialized and has become tangible. And where is he? You are having Elohim. Hallelujah. You have invented God. And as Brother Bram said, my subject is to reveal God. Sister, you can say, my subject is to reveal God. Brother, you can say, my subject is to reveal God. It's not you speaking. It's God in you speaking. Brother Bram said the ministry comes to perfection when it reproduces Jesus Christ in human flesh. Not this flesh, folks. I've read you many a times quotation where Brother Bram says, if he comes looking like Hoffman, I won't accept him. He says, no, no, four times. He says, it is not a season for this body, but it is a season for these bodies. Hallelujah. The same one that was in this body has got to take these bodies. Hallelujah. God has taken a Congolese skin. God has taken a Zulu skin. Hallelujah. God has taken an Indian skin. Hallelujah. It is God making himself known among his people. Do you understand what I'm talking about, folks? I'm saying the very same one that created the universe. In the end time, he took your body. He took your stature that was feeble. And he came into the stature. And you are God made flesh. That's why the prophet goes further and says, the omnipotency. He says, it will stumble you. But did you know that a man that is fully surrendered to God is omnipotent? Why? It's because he has yielded himself to God. The same God that created the universe comes into that man. And when God is in you, you become not limited. I don't know whether you, you really get where I'm going. Sometimes. If you are in a condition and you cry, there must be times where you stop and say, had God been in this situation, would he cry? If God was in this condition, would he complain? And when you do that, you are switching from your humanity. You are activating the deity within the humanity. Hallelujah. The problem is that we've got a switch here. They've got a, a changeover switch. When the power goes off, we, we turn the switch into generator. When the generator comes back, or the power comes back, we switch from the generator to the main. Isn't it so? So that means you as well, you are a dual being. There is a deity, there is humanity. The problem is the reason you many times you become defeated, you are too much switched on humanity. Hallelujah. 
If you are sick, you will cry because you are switched to humanity. But I tell you, one moment when you switch on to the deity, the devil begins to step forth and say, what is happening with this woman? What is happening with that man? It's no longer a human speaking. It is God speaking through a human being. Amen. Amen. Are you still with me? Brother Branham says, he says there is a difference between his appearing and his coming. He says the appearing and the coming is not exactly the same thing. Hallelujah. The appearing and the coming is not the same thing. He actually says in this message, he says, He has appeared, I'll read this quotation, in the end time evangelism. He says, or in the message, convince, then consent. Paragraph 31, he says, now John was so sure that he was going to see the Messiah. He says, Till he said he is in our midst now. Notice, there's a big difference in the sign of Jesus appearing and then Jesus coming. These are two different ways, means two different things the appearing of the Lord and the coming of the Lord. This is, he says this in 1962. He's up now. The appearing of the Lord is now. When he is appearing in his people, his spirit working among the people, proving that it's him with them, getting them ready for the rapture, for the coming of the Lord. The appearing prepares you for the coming. You cannot receive the coming if you have rejected the appearing. The appearing leads you to the coming. Hallelujah. So what is happening? He says, the signs and wonders that you have seen since 1933 when he was called, all those miracles, it was the Holy Spirit working within the church. And Brother Brenham phrases that, he calls that the appearing. Hallelujah. But the appearing on its own is not enough. It must lead you to his coming. It is there to prepare you for his coming. So what is happening? We would have never known what was happening in our time unless there was appearing. Brother Bram said, I wasn't the one that appeared down at the river. I was only standing by when he appeared. Not when he came, when he appeared. And from that time, the first pool, the second pool, it was God appearing. Hallelujah. But the third pool is God coming. Hallelujah. So that means when people were healed by cancer, it did not mean much. It was just preparing the hearts of the people for his coming. And when was his coming? Because he's got to come like a thief at the night. Hallelujah. He's got to come like a thief at night. So what is happening? There's been an appearing. He came to South Africa. Signs and wonders took place. The lame walked, the blind saw, the deaf heard. But it was not his coming, it was his appearing. Amen. 
Hallelujah. During the appearing, there were a lot of people that wanted Brother Bram to be in their midst. But they did not know that the appearing was preparing them for his coming. Revelation chapter 10, the mighty angel came down. Are we together? He did not appear. Brother Bram, as he comes down, he does three things. There is a voice. There is a shout. Hallelujah. There is a trumpet. As he comes down, he utters the message of the hour. Brother Bram said the seventh seal was in a threefold manner. The shout, the voice, the trumpet. The trumpet, the, the shout, the message of the hour. The voice, the voice of the resurrection. The trumpet inviting us to the wedding supper. As he comes down. Now, he came down in 1963. We are no longer saying he's coming. We are saying he's here. Brother Bram said, my ministry is to declare him that he's here. Folks, he is no longer coming. He is in our midst. Greater than all of them is here. Who, who is this Melchizedek in present tense? The mighty God unveiled before us. The unveiling of God. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Are you here, folks? What does it mean? He is here. But you would not know. Some, they only saw him coming out. They saw him descending on Sunset Mountain. And for them, it's just a picture of a cloud. That is why those that only saw him on the mountain... And those that have heard that he came down on the mountain because they did not see him. Today, they cannot remain in the message long enough. But those that when he came down, his destination was their hearts. There here, Brother Abraham said, what started on Sunset Mountain, it will unfold into eternity. What does it mean? The devil will never stop it. He came down on Sunset Mountain. And today... Where is he? The bride is himself revealed. We are him. A little while the world shall see me no more. But yet you shall see me. At that day you shall know that I'm in the Father, the Father in me, and I in you. And where is he? I in you. The mighty angel in the bride. Now today is no longer brother Branham preaching. It's the bride that can stand before the people and say, My subject is to reveal that God. Sister, where's that God in me? Brother, where's that God in me? Hallelujah. It's no longer us living, it's God living through us. Are you here, folks? Do you recognize the one that is within ourselves? And he's here. People look at you at work. And they just greet you. How are you? Fine. Little do they know. The God of the universe is in you. Little do they know. The same one that walked 2,000 years ago. 
he dropped this veil and picked up this veil. Hallelujah. Do you see why you need to design the Lord's body? Hallelujah. Then we can talk like Philip. Show us the Father. Philip, I've been with you. I've been with you this long. Why do you say show me the Father? When you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Hallelujah. Now the bride is saying to the world, the world says, show us the Father. The bride is no longer saying, our Father, thou art in heaven. Our Father, thou art in ourselves. When you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And they look at you, they looked at him, he was a man. But they did not know who was in the man. Same with you. You are a dual being. Secret coming. Moved in secretly within the bride. Hallelujah. He's preparing you. When you dress, he says, not that dress. It's not the voice of the preacher, but it's the voice within. Don't go to that place. It's not the preacher. It's the voice within you. The one that you worship is in you. When Jesus went to Gethsemane and worship, Brother Branham said, they say, who was he worshiping if he's God? Who was Jesus worshiping if he's God? Jesus worshiped the one that was in him. Hallelujah. Who are you worshiping today? The one that is in you. And if you only worship our Father in heaven, the devil will overrun you. But when you say, my Father that was in heaven, but now is in me, the devil will never take him away from you. Brother Brenham veiled him. I said it the other time. When you eat a banana, you don't eat the banana with the pills. You peel it off and enjoy the banana. But you can never get your banana without the peels that come with the banana. If you undermine the peels, you will not be able to identify a banana. You only know that it's a banana based on the covering of the banana. And when you unveil the banana, then when you unveil the covering, then you eat the banana. Hallelujah. Some people came to the banana. They look at the covering. They could not identify. They are not enjoying the banana because they despised the covering that covered the banana. But you came and uncovered the banana. You are enjoying the banana. Brother Brenham was the covering. If you reject him, you will never know what is within that. But the bride peeled off came in contact with the one that was with him. And God, in our time, he made it so, so wonderful. Picked up a man with no education from a family of Catholics, family that was drinking, a man that could not even speak properly. The theologians looked at the very man and stumbled and said, there isn't much of a preacher to him. But the bride remained around the covering, did not undermine the covering. And later the covering says, my subject is to reveal that God. And as soon as God was uncovered, 
then you became his covering. Hallelujah. As soon as the prophet uncovered him, you covered him. And today, whenever you meet somebody and you will testify to them about the message, is God uncovering himself to that unbeliever. Hallelujah. Many of you, the reason you are baptized, somebody spoke to you about the message, but it was able to transcend the flesh realm, and you realize God is speaking to me. And then you change on your ways. Are we together? Amen. We had much better stop here. God bless you richly. Sing a worshiping song. Folks, let me put it this way. What makes you not to lose joy for the message is when you stay in his presence. When you read the books and you listen to the tapes, you get infused by the message. But if you stay long enough away from the tapes and the books, what, happen, what happens if you don't exercise? What happens if you don't exercise? You can't develop the muscles. Muscles come by exercising. The more you exercise, the more you develop the muscles. Hallelujah. So faith has got to be exercised. And how does it come? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. You've got to listen to the tapes. You've got to read. You'll get excited about these things. And I want to say this to you. When you have accepted this message and you are in the third court, in the presence of the Shekinah glory, no demon will ever take the joy away from you. The message becomes, how many are witnesses here? You read the same book that you read many years ago when you came into the message. And you pick up the same book, but goodness, you have marked it all over until there is no more space. But later you read the same book, it's like you met that book for the first time. What is happening? You are reading the same book in the presence of the Shakina glory. It is a fresh manna every day. But if you eat manna outside the third court, it goes stale. You read the same spoken way. You even drowse as you are reading. The problem is not the book. The problem is your location. Move further. Go past the first court. Go past the second court. Be in the presence of the Shekinah glory. And now you will hear that still small voice. And you will have everyone is responsible for their personal revival. Everyone is responsible for their personal revival. And if you are getting spiritually fatigued, goodness, you've got to have a quiet time with God. And get back on those books and the spoken way. God will revive you. Hallelujah. God bless you richly. Come with it. Brother will come and wrap up in prayer for us.
loving this evening. confess that amen if we want to hold on to that amen saying from our hearts we love you Lord and we could just raise our hands and we could just come into his presence just once more before we could leave the sanctuary this night and say Lord have mercy upon me Lord as I just approach you amen if there's a need amen we could just say Lord remember me in prayer amen Knowing that we all mortals, amen, living in this veiled flesh, amen. And our desire is to express deity, amen, whenever we can, amen. So we just want to pray and call upon the Lord this night. Dear Heavenly Father, gracious God, we realize, dear Father God, that even before the foundation of this world, Father, Lord, that you put our names down, dear God. That you, by your foreknowledge, O God, you could see every moment, dear Lord, that we would even come into your sanctuary this night, Father. And we would have a certain thought in our hearts, Father. And you would have your preacher, man, dear God, come and speak the words of life, dear Father. And Lord, it would quicken our soul, dear Lord, and, and cause us, Father, to take a, a step closer unto Thee, Father. Lord, as we sung the song, God, we love you, dear Lord Jesus. 
Lord, we cannot help but love you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You said, dear Lord, if we love you, dear God, we won't be just raising our hands up and shouting, we love you. We won't just go around confessing we love you. But you said, if we love you, we would keep your word, O oh God. And Lord, that's what we have come for, dear Lord. We have come for transformation, dear Lord. We have come for revelation, dear Lord. We have come for the washing of the waters of the word, dear God. Because we are needy children, dear Lord. As long as we live in this veil of flesh, Father, we are needy, dear God, to express the deity, dear God. To express the God in us, dear Lord Jesus. Pray that you would help each and every brother, each and every sister this night, O God. Each and every mother, each and every father, dear Lord Jesus. Each and every child, dear God, your servant of God this night, Father. Oh, dear God, that we would eat so much of you, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, God, Father, it's our desire because you said take that book and eat that book, Father, and become that contents of that book and then prophesy, dear Lord. By becoming the voice, the final voice, dear Lord Jesus. Help each and every one of us, dear Father, to stand in our position, dear God, as we would face the challenges, dear Lord, in the demonic world, Father. As we even saw the chart, dear Lord, the lady who see a chart age, Lord. And how your prophet said, Father, when he drew that, dear God, he said it was pitch black, dear God. And he had to just allow it and have a little light so that he could just put the picture before us, Father. Oh God, how we need you, dear Lord. We need more of God. We need more of deity, dear Lord Jesus. The world, oh God, we see the homosexuality, Father. We see the perversion, dear Lord. Everybody just wants to come out of their closet and and say that they are homosexuals and they are perverted people and they are lesbians, dear God. We understand and we see that anointing, Father. But there's also an anointing by the bride, Father. We want to come out of the closet as well, Father. We want to come out, Lord, of this veil, Father. We want to come out of this flesh. And we want to step out, Lord, and say that we are Mrs. Jesus Christ. We are the manifested word for the hour. We are the children that's washed in the blood. We are the children that's away from the perversion and the filth of this world, Father. We are the children of God that will take up the cross. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, help us, Father. We are truly in need of thee, Father, this night, God. Thank you for the wonderful word, dear Lord. Thank you for strengthening us, dear Lord Jesus. We appreciate you. May you bless each and every brother, dear Lord and sister, dear God, as they go their way, Father. May you be the after speaker, Father God. May the word never let us rest, Father. May our pillows, dear Lord, never become soft, dear Lord Jesus, until we come and wrestle with you and make right with you, Father. And may you have your own way, dear Lord, upon our lives, Father. Bless us and be with us now, we pray. We just commit all things in your hands, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And the church of God say, Amen. Amen. To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, till we see you on Sunday. Amen. Uh, Stay with those tapes.
Uh, one tip a day keeps the devil away. Hallelujah. How many believe that? One tip a day keeps the devil away. Creates an atmosphere around you. Amen. God bless you richly. I don't know who's... Okay. Is it no? Brother, please. Oh, he's wearing his. Oh, okay. God bless you. We'll just find out on Sunday as to whose spectacles are this. God bless you. To be like Jesus. To be like Jesus. How many want to be like Jesus this evening?